Welcome to Murphy, Sam, and Jody after the show. Um, Jody, I want to touch on uh, earlier today in the show, you mentioned that uh, Good Times is getting a an animated, animated Netflix reboot. Yeah. And, and you know, kind of joking that I about had enough of all of these reboots. Yeah, you have. You know, the Disney live action. And, and I like them. To me... I guess it's it's not it's part nostalgia, but it, to me it's part like I, I'm thinking of the show Cheers. Okay, right. Try to reboot Cheers. Well, it could happen. It could happen. It could happen for a today sort of generation. But, but it's like after it, coronavirus, it's, it's almost like, and it's like all in the family or good times. It's like you had that set of people together. In it was that magic times, in a bottle, and it was like the chemistry was all there. The writing was all there, and it was it was perfect yes. encapsulated for its time. Yes, and it almost seems like. Just leave it alone because it yeah. was perfect for 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 what it was. Right. It, it's like when a band gets back together; it's just never the same, you know. Sure. Well, it, it's what's tricky about that though is society's been that way forever. Otherwise, you wouldn't be learning about Greek tragedies. Shakespeare plays would never be yeah. performed today. You know, things that become legendary and a part of literature, and and that really is what what the arts are, whether it's television, radio, or any other electronic. I think it's the same thing, but our bond and attachment to it is, That's, you're yeah. right, it's mm-hmm. exactly, there's, there's a chemistry. Cheers, it's funny because unless you had the right cast and you weren't trying to duplicate the exact same thing, I mean, the Cheers, so for anybody that doesn't know, Cheers was a 1980s TV show, the Good Times, Good Times was a 1970s show, I was very little when Good Times came out, as Me we too. all were. I loved and, it. Um, uh, but Cheers... You know that particular cast of characters is what made that. You know mm-hmm. the, the, the the chemistry yeah. between all of Fraser them. Fraser being as crazy as he was, and Norm being kind of just the average guy, but cynical beer Sam. drinker, just wanted to be. And then Sam Malone is the. And that's how I it, see all like all in the family. I mean, Archie Bunker was a bigot, mm-hmm. and his wife was just got walked all over. And then Meathead, his son and son-in-law, which you know the anti big the one who was trying to change him yeah, right? yeah. with that's Sally's good writing brothers. what you just laid out see i didn't i never watched all in the family i was never mm-hmm. interested i was a child it was too small when i saw that on the tv it did not I, I couldn't relate to it so i just walked away and it was like never watched it but that sounds on paper like a perfect storm you try to transfer that to the, and i know they did the live version uh, right or so ago Norman you Lear try to it. transfer that to today and it's like you couldn't get away with half the stuff they got away with sure for the time unless that you're on some was. sort of edgy comedy well, network where everybody well, understood yeah, comedy central you put it on netflix yeah. yeah you can get away with it but yeah you're right it, it is it's context mm-hmm. and that that's part of the reason that i think eddie murphy has said that he's apologized for some of his comedy some of his comedy that was funny in its time he even says that today just is not oh, yeah. something that he would yeah. be doing. Of course not. But I think that that's, that's true for anything. If you go way back in time, I remember being in a class in high school where they were they, they were playing for us TV shows from the dawn of television or whatever, you know, the very first live shows. And now I'm not going to remember all of them, but, you know, I mean, Milton Berle and Amos and Andy and, um, you know, shows that just – for its time, for whatever reason, that was funny. It's kind of like yeah. even stand-up comedy, you know, from years, excuse me, years back. You watch Henny Youngman today, and you may or may not find that funny. It, right. It's either funny because it's corny funny, or it's not funny because it's out, it's out of and context. I think part of it, too, is we're more sophisticated. We're mm-hmm. smarter, more sophisticated yeah. nowadays. Because, like, I've looked, back, I've looked at uh, old Welcome Back, Cotter. God. From the seventies, I love that I never show. watched. Yeah. I love. I was there religiously every week to watch that show. Yeah. And if you watch them nowadays, it's like 
this is stupid. Really? Yeah. I laughed at this Wait, every okay. Week? Here's my show that I thought was funny when I was a little girl because I watched it with my uncles and they thought it was funny. And now when I've seen it, I'm like, this is not good. It was <laughs> Gilligan's Island. Exactly. I was yeah, like, was I my- thought this was funny. And I, it's not funny. Well, you think, I mean, it, it, at the time it was hilarious. When you mm-hmm. think about it now, it's like, why were they still on the island? Yeah. <laughs> Anybody could have got off of there. And how is he making radios without batteries? Right. You know, but he can't coconut. get off the island. And But you you fell into it and you believed it all. And well, it's just it entertainment. Was, it was, it was, a, it was a, I guess, an easier time or a, a well, more innocent time or something. If you've watched any of the history on that, which is really interesting, I think Jody and I might have seen this on the CNN series about the '60s, maybe, or it was some. It was some documentary that talked about CBS as a network in the mm-hmm. late '60s and how all the networks were really changing and, and evolving. Yeah, it's actually it's really good that you brought up All in the Family because All in the Family was a game changer for that network mm-hmm. oh, at yeah. that time. I was so little bitty, I didn't know what they had been doing in the late '60s. At that point, was all that kind of corny stuff. It was the Beverly Hillbillies. It was Petticoat mm. Junction. It uh, was um, Green it, Acres. Right, and and uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think of some of the other, but but these, but in Gilligan's Island was one of those, and actually, it wasn't until years later I grew up with reruns of Gilligan's Island, but Gilligan's Island when it was on in prime time was never really a big success. Apparently, it was just it did there. okay, it was just there. right? But um, but you know, CBS was becoming a lagging network at that time because the others were beginning to pick up more up to date kind of programs and mm-hmm. trends, and so. All in the Family was such a game changer, such a different direction for the network to go. And it really is, even if the dialogue, some of it is out of context today, it was in context for what those two generations were fighting each other. And it was brilliant. And, you know, it's amazing to me. Norman Lear is how old now? He's like 97? He's involved involved in the new reboot of Netflix, Good Times. I, I guess it's amazing to me that he was actually able to bring something so different, you know, to the forefront, which really was sort of it was game changing television mm-hmm. for its time. You yeah, know? it may have caused conversations in households. We don't know. I hope it did. But I will say this. I, when you go back to what you were saying, Sam, about Gilligan's Island and welcome. It was welcome back, Cotter. And you, mm-hmm. how did they why did they like it? What? I think that we always will. It's just human. For me, it is human nature to seek storytelling every day yeah like i want to read a couple of chapters or something good every day or now the thing the sad thing about reading is that binging is so easy there are so many places even on your phone you can just go watch something and get out of your reality even for 10 minutes and be entertained right i think it is a need to be brought into something and to connect with it and be entertained so it's like sports you know, with football and all that coming back, I'm like, and I can't, I couldn't wait to watch football last week. I mean, weekend. I, I agree with all that, but it's like, why go back to good times to do that? Well, let, but, let, make something new that's, you know, addresses the issues of the it day. It will be but new. If it, yeah, but if it still does, I mean, it's the, I think it's the dynamic. Most of these shows, even though they can be irreverent, they all follow the basic common themes of, you know, what any, most of our, acting friends would tell us right that you know scripts are based on conflict and art and sort of arc arts arts. and sort of the the classic television model for an hour te- television show back in the day mm-hmm. but if you watch it 
it's not exactly followed today, but it was you you learned the characters in the first twenty minutes. Then problems and conflict began in the last in, in, in the middle twenty mainly. minutes, and, and then, then everything was resolved by the end. Now today, in in the world of binging, huh. that doesn't happen. The series oh, it's go different. On. It's like the the actual peak is always at the end, so you will continue. There's yeah. no ah, there's no closure anymore. You just, it's, but, it's just next episode. Yeah, and you know so. For me, Stranger Things would be a good example of mm. something that's reimagined. So yes. the concept is not new. It's all new characters and it's all new storylines that we're interested in, but they're taking genre and things that were specific to the 1980s mm-hmm. that are particularly memorable for yeah. people that grew up in the 80s, like us, And but it's still relevant and really cool for the, t- the audience of today, the younger audience that will connect with it. So that's not really a reboot, but it is kind of taking a genre and, and, and a yeah. combination of things well, and reimagining Like you it. said earlier, you know, the mythology and all that, that's Star Wars. Is, it, yeah. You break down, that. You're right. you watch documentaries on Star Wars, it is mythology. The yeah. father figure, the son... It, it all, it, right. But sure. they didn't the present conflict. it to us as mythology. They presented not. it as a space... So, fantasy oh wow so let me ask you is the mandalorian cool for you because it's a it's an out it's like an extension of the existing story yeah that's okay for you that that's reimagined it's kind of like solo was you know because there was a little bit in solo that was the original star wars Mm -hmm. the mandalorian even the trailer for season two that came out it was like oh look there's there's the x-wings and there's this that not okay that's star wars peaks you but it's not a remake of star wars it's an it's an offshoot story well understand this like open your open your mind kind of to the fact that because you appreciated good times the way you did give it a shot i never watched it oh okay i, I was never a good time well and i think that that would be the same thing if it's if it's if it's a reboot but not trying to remake the same thing with the same scripts mm-hmm. then it may have the same thing as what you're seeing with mandalorian where it may make your, you feel your, your connection to it is because you experienced it the first time mm-hmm. that is if you experienced it the first time but it's written for today a yeah. brand new audience that hasn't experienced it before yeah. so I, i'm sure that and from a business standpoint i'm sure it makes for great business to do that too but, you know, I mean, I think about Full House. The reboot mm. of Full House actually did work. Now, I guess it worked until the Lori Laughlin thing. But, okay. I don't but, know. But, but, but it worked because... I, I didn't watch it. But it wasn't, it wasn't built for you. I it know. Was, the nostalgia part was built for us to, to try to enjoy it, but it was that same sweet, syrupy stuff that made it kid-friendly, right? Yeah. So, I mean, look at our girls, for example. They got into it. They thought it was cool. In fact, they liked it enough that they wanted to go back and watch the old series after after yeah. they got into the new one. And it's just... Um, so, I, I, I don't know. It, to me, again, when you start talking about the time frame that we're talking about, 20 to 30 years, that's a long time. Mm-hmm. You're talking about teens and even 20-somethings that have no idea. Maybe they've heard of these shows. Maybe they've seen them on YouTube. Maybe they haven't. But if it's a new offering that's built for for today's context but its roots are in something that's old i get why they would do it yeah it's almost uh paying tribute to it it's almost like this is so great we're not going to just spit it back out and cheapen it we're going to build on it because it was so solid and so this is probably the same reason that the friends cast they're willing to get back together but they don't want to participate in any sort of yeah. extension. What of about the story. a Friends reboot? Mm-mm. Yeah, and Same, they they're not going to do it. They know they can't recreate lightning well, in a bottle. No, 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 no. I'm talking about get six new people oh. and redo Friends. Ha ha ha! Isn't it fun now? <laughs> they, they probably have done something like that. We probably just can't think of a show. Yeah, that's yeah. ensemble cast. Ensemble yes, cast exactly, are always right. trying to live up to Friends. Right, yeah, it's true. Missed any part of the show? Get it all at murphysamandjody.com.